Hello, and welcome to the Sound and Silence podcast. My name's Cameron. I'm a percussionist and composer. And I'm Matthew Lukens, uh, chaplain at Canterbury House. We are your hosts and organizers of Sound and Silence, taking place here at Canterbury House. Uh, Canterbury House is the Episcopal Church's campus ministry at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. We're also a concert venue and a community center for artists and activists. And once a week, we do this, where we get together to experiment with contemplative music and contemplative silence. Mm-hmm. And once a month, we bring in a guest artist who provides the sound that brings us in and out of our shared silence. Before that, we like to take some time with our guest artist to talk to them about uh, their life, their work, their influences, uh, their sense of spirituality in music, contemplation, and silence. And with that, I'd like to introduce our very first guest on the podcast, Marcus Elliott, revered saxophonist, composer, improviser, and educator based in Detroit, Michigan, well-known across Southeast Michigan. Marcus is a 2020 Kresge Arts Fellow awarded by Kresge Arts in Detroit. He is the director of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra's Pacific Jazz Ensembles. He's a fellow of the Jerry Allen Gathering Orchestra, and he received his master's degree in improvisation from the University of Michigan. He's the current director of the University of Michigan's Creative Arts Orchestra, which is an ensemble that focuses on free improvisation and explores a lot of similar ideas that we deal with here on Sound and Silence. So we are very grateful to have Marcus Elliott. Marcus, how's it going? Doing good, Cameron. Good to see you. Yes, we are very excited. Marcus has a set for us in about an hour here of solo saxophone music, his new work, Creation Codes. It is a new work, right, Marcus? Uh, it's new to the public. Okay. I've been working on this. I mean, really, this, this has been in work for almost a decade at this point. Oh, wow. But, wow. But, uh... Yeah, you know, it's just been a, a practice that I've just developed over time, and it's seen a lot of different uh, formations, but yeah, and it will probably continue to see different formations, but this is the first, like, public uh, performance of it, yeah. That's beautiful. So it's it's been brewing for a while. Yeah. Just like going through its own iterations. That's naturally. right. That's right. Honestly, I'd love to just like start there, like yeah. with how okay. it does. Like you said, I, it's like contemplative practice of your own. So like, yeah. how is it like formulated? How have you like been doing it for yourself? Yeah. Take, yeah. take me to ten years ago. I want to know like what what's the like what was the what was the seed, the germ of the idea. Okay, let's see if I can remember. Yeah. So uh, I believe the initial thought was uh, I was I was reevaluating my relationship to sound. Um, I came through like, uh, schools doing the music, you know, studying music. And, um, the one thing that I noticed was that all of the people that I admired, um, like Yusuf Latif and John Coltrane and, uh, Charlie Parker and all of these, these great, uh, musicians and composers and improvisers, uh, they all had a certain way that they related to sound. And so, uh, that that really interests me, and I decided I wanted to um, find my own way to relate to sound. So, um, playing the saxophone, I only pl- I can only play one note at a time. So the distance between each note uh, seemed like a really important thing for me to have a relationship with. Mm. Um, 
So I decided to do a, a serious study on, on intervals. Um, this study led me to doing a, a deep dive into the overtone series. Um, and the overtone series is uh, uh, um, how it's how it's how uh, sound is um, produced. Basically, it's like you have inside of the overtone series, you have all of all of the intervals. Inside of one note, you have all of the other notes. Essentially, I started to study how the intervals appeared in the overtone series, um, and that became really interesting. Uh, and then uh, I started to see that there were certain patterns and cycles inside of, of each interval, the way that they would express themselves, uh, whether the way they express themselves in the overtone series or just the way they express themselves um, in general. Uh, and I found that it had a lot of relationships to some uh, deeper, just like fundamental truths that, that exist in our, in our world. So for example, like the, the unison or the octave, the first note, uh, I relate that to the seed. Um, it has the potential of everything inside of it. So, uh, and it's the first note, you know, it's the first sound. Uh, and we can relate that to so many different things. Uh, in the beginning was the word. Uh, 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 we can think of it as the, pot the p potential energy of the Big Bang before, you know, um, and so, yeah, so there's that. I, don't, I won't get too deep into each of these, but um, so then the next one would be the uh, perfect fifth. The perfect fifth is the manifestation of that seed. So it's like the seed is now revealed. Yeah, it's broken open. It's it's it is now the 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 universe com in its complete manifestation because the perfect fifth is the first interval that takes you to all of the notes. But all of the notes existed inside of that one note. And so each interval has its own way of expressing itself. Yeah. So I just decided to uh, spend time meditating on those things, practicing those things, taking them into the spaces of improvisation. And uh, 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 improvisation has been a huge part of all of this um, as well. Uh, because that's the place where I really sit with these concepts and, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I liken it to like, if you had a, <clears throat> if you had like a little, somebody handed you just like a box and you were just moving the box around in your hand, you didn't know what the box was, but you're just admiring it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not, you're not like really thinking much of it at all. You're just kind of admiring it and moving it around in your hand and you're, admiring the shape of it and maybe there's patterns on it and maybe it's you know a little bit heavy and maybe you shake it and you can hear something in there and you keep moving your hand around it and then all of a sudden click the box opens up and when you see the box open up there's all these treasures in the box that you didn't even know you realize oh this was actually a treasure box um that's how it feels uh sometimes <laughs> when i when i take these ideas into that state of like contemplation or improvisation, um, I'll, I'll be uh, uh, moving around with these ideas and just playing with them. And then all of a sudden, boom, something will open up in the sound. And it's like, whoa, 
and then I can be in that space and I'll be there and then boom another thing opens up and then another thing and another thing and and it can just continue on um like that so um so yeah that's that's uh kind of what it is that's beautiful yeah yeah, I wonder if there's like a parallel to that within like spiritual practices too, like the idea of I'm like, actually nerding out over here for that reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm sure all the music people are nerding out about like, because if you're an improviser, you are like yearning for that moment where you're like detached from what you're doing and you're like working it out and like finding like a, a deeper place that you didn't expect to come. And also like when you meditate or when you do any, lots of kinds of prayer, you're like, you can't expect a certain outcome, but of course, right, setting yourself like, up. You, you, you can't force the moment, but the only way to get the moment is by continuing to show up for it. That's right. Like there's so much stuff in like mystics and people writing about spiritual practice where like yeah. that is exactly how they talk about it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's surrender. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's surrender to, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just that it's just surrender and surrender leads to devotion, you know? Mm. And so, um, yeah, and you know, none of this stuff that I'm doing is new or, or uh, you know, even the concepts itself. People have been doing this. I mean, this goes, these sort of practices, I mean, I, it goes all the way back to ancient Greece, ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, and, and even more modern, like Bach, this is the sort of things that he was dealing with as well. And mm-hmm. um, John Coltrane was deep into all, all of this, Duke Ellington. Um, uh, you know, uh, so this is not a, it's not anything new. It's, 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 uh, uh, yeah, but it's just, uh, my, the, I guess the thing that is maybe, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's new or not, but I guess the thing that's special about it is that I'm doing it this time. So yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's like from this lens, you know, but that also has a huge parallel with like, with, uh, spiritual traditions where the practice isn't musical because it's you know mm-hmm. uh there there are a couple millennia of uh people talking and writing about prayer and meditation and practicing it and yet it only really becomes alive when you make it your own that's right yeah that's right you have to have a personal relationship with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. can you expand on the like the purpose of it being surrender how does that relate to because like being in the moment i feel like that makes sense to a lot of people like with like a one day of practicing, but how about like your discipline and like over time and like how you orient within the tradition? Like how do you surrender to like what you're doing over time, I guess? I don't know if that well, makes sense. yeah, that makes sense. You're the surrender to me when it comes to doing something over in like a period of time. Yeah. Uh, the thing that you're actually that, or at least that I'm actually surrendering to is a few things. One, just a faith knowing that what I'm doing is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, surrendering to that, and then also surrendering to the fact that, yes, I am missing out on a lot of other things, which mm-hmm. is just a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, there's oh a lot of... There's Tell a lot me that, of, like, every day. <laughs> just, like, call me up. There's a lot of other things that are going on that uh, I will have to miss out on because I, this is something that I want to do. Uh, not just And not just want to do, but feel called to do. And so, um, you know, it's a... It's 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 about limitations, you know. It's about limitations, and it's about just accepting that and, and surrendering to it. Because mm. yeah. we only we only have so much time here, you know. It's not, you know, we don't. None of this is. Uh, none of us will be here forever, so we have to use, you know, uh, 
uh, the time we have and uh, dedicate to the things that are important to us. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of, but it's taken me a long time to to mm-hmm. understand that. I've yeah. I've been I I feel like honestly it it's been in the past year to, to even tell you the truth that mm-hmm. that that idea has really become clear to me. Mm-hmm. Um because uh before that trying to practice and do all those things like there would be a real anxiety that came up for me because uh for that reason it was like man there's so many other things that I should probably be doing that are so important. And so I would never get to actually practicing the thing that I wanted to practice. And then the day would end and then you're like, ah, man, I feel like shit because I didn't get to the thing that I actually cared about doing. And that just kept happening. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then finally I was like, okay, I just need to surrender because that's actually the thing, even though it's painful in the moment of acknowledging like, okay, there's a lot of other things that I won't be doing now. Um, In that moment, it's painful, but every time that I do that and go through it, I'm always like, oh, yeah, well, of course, that was what I was supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. I can, I can really relate to that because a, another thread with sound and silence is, like, I'm really bad at making time for silence for myself um, alone, but with a group of people, it really helps me. Mm-hmm. And some of the people that come weekly have expressed the same thing about, like, in my week, I can devote that time to something else, but by coming and like having a moment, it kind of forces us to make space for that practice. Yeah. We're not so great at making space for it ourselves. Right. Um, but I wanted to go, I wanted to hear more about your sense of use the word call and, uh, like your sense of how, how that's developed. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think we all have a thing you know, gra- you know how gravity works. It's like, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, you you have something, uh, uh, I think it's, what is it, centripetal force that pulls you towards something. Um, I think we all have that in our lives and we all f- can feel it. And, you know, yeah, and our lives get busy and it can be chaotic and there's a lot of things that happen. But we all, I think, if once again, it's importance of, of be- getting quiet and sitting with yourself. Um you can you can feel that pull towards mm-hmm. whatever it is that 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 you want to be heading towards. I think I think we all have that ca- capability. I don't think I don't think that uh, that's not something that's available to just a few people. You know, yeah. um, but you have to like you like we just said. You gotta you know there there is there's work involved and there's a lot of sacrifice and and things like that that are involved um, in in uh, getting quiet just in just in sitting there's a lot of things you know but the 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 value of it to me is so high um that yeah it's just you know it's 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 a worthwhile thing doing so so I guess that's where the idea of a call comes in you know um yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of where I am with that yeah nice to hear about some of your like your framing and your background contemplative journey especially like you can answer this question any way you want with, yeah like strictly spiritual or mm-hmm. you also started mentioning what you've been doing is like been done for a long time ancient greece ancient egypt mm-hmm. so feel free to like, talk about god if you want yeah talk yeah about anything you want um okay <laughs> yeah i came up uh 
uh, I came up in a religion. Uh, it was essentially it was it's a, a Christian religion, although they would not label themselves as a Christian religion. But it was um, we used the Bible and we read all the stories in the Bible. Um, and uh, uh, the thing that this this group that I came up in focused on uh, was this idea that uh, the spiritual is always manifested in the physical and mm -hmm. vice versa, kind of that as above, so below kind of idea, which mm -hmm. is an ancient Egypt idea. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 so that was kind of always in my mind as a child, uh, you know, kind of uh, 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 dealing with these things. And then I got, and then I got pulled into music and uh, that seems like a, that seemed like a real space to uh, um, kind of just, it seemed like it was a space that exist, existed in between of those two worlds, you know, mm. like dealing with sound and vibration that. and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it was like, okay, this is, you know, sound is a very physical, it is a very physical thing, but also it's very like, you know, it's very much in the spirit world and, and then what it does to us in our bodies and in our minds and you know, music is in all of these different cultures and religions and traditions and all of this stuff. So, um, so that became a part of it, and then so that kind of started to open my mind. And then um, I started to check out uh, John Coltrane, and uh, uh, you know, I got a Love Supreme. When I first got a Love Supreme, I hated it. I thought it was. I, I was like, I don't like his tone. Um, <laughs> But uh, as I matured and got older, I listened to it, reading the liner notes, and was seeing the the devotion that he had for mm -hmm. God and like the love that he had for just humanity and and all of these things, and just uh, that specifically the end of his life, the things that he was going after, and um, mm -hmm. uh, so that kind of also was a huge influence on me. And then uh, uh, meditation, I started meditating in two thousand eleven. Um, and it was just kind of a mindfulness meditation and started kind of flirting with that. And I would do it, you know, kind of here and there and stuff. And, um, and, but, but that was a good thing. And then, um, yeah, as I got into college and, uh, or actually as I was getting out of college, I, um, just kind of started exploring different, different things. I started getting into astrology a little bit. Um, you know, I started, kind of getting into uh, 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 some different nature-based practices. Uh, I actually did an apprenticeship with Martha Travers, who teaches mm. at uh, University of Michigan. And so she kind of introduced me to a lot of, like, um, to specifically uh, the Kichwa uh, uh, tradition mm. of honoring the, the, uh, honoring the elements and, and honoring... Uh, uh, nature and, and how we can go about doing that and creating ceremony and ritual. Um, so that had a big impact on me. Um, and then, uh, then I met my wife, uh, who, uh, is an artist and, um, she introduced me to a, a meditation practice, um, called, uh, uh, blue throat yoga. Mm -hmm. And it's a non-dualist, non-dualism, Shaivism practice of meditation. Um, um, from uh, uh, based in Kashmir, uh, uh, I'm still very new to it and and, and uh, still learning more about that. But that's the meditation that I do now, and that's been 
extremely profound and like is deep in the well for me in a really deep way. Mm. Um, uh, Do you have like a, a teacher or a resource you use to yeah, go I, practice? There is. Uh, I, there's a there's a teacher, and then uh, there's like a mantra that everyone is given. Okay. And it's it's very similar to uh, transcendental meditation gotcha. in the way that you're given a, a mantra. Mm-hmm. And that's the mantra that you practice. So and you have like a dedicated teacher. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. There's a lot of different teachers, and and at certain times you may have a teacher, like a certain teacher that you're work, working with. Like right now, I wouldn't say I have one dedicated teacher, mm-hmm. um, but if I were to do like a certain course or something like that in the in the practice, then yeah, you know. Um. So, but I do have access to a lot of people that have been practicing this for a long time and, and there's a long lineage of of that too that I'm connected to um so um I'm really lineages are really important to me I'm really it's really important for me to pay attention to yeah how far back things go because that's that's a it just tells a lot and, and there's a lot of wisdom to be gained from understanding how far things go and mm-hmm. and being able to name those people um so uh so that also leads me to like ancestrally as well uh, uh, I started doing some of that work of uh, starting to uh, uh, find the names of, of my ancestors and mm-hmm. trace them back. And I found out that um, I have, uh, 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 I can trace my roots back to Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and uh, uh, specifically the Mindy tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started investigating that a little bit as well. And uh, yeah, and more recently, uh, I've been I've been really interested in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing this Bible in a Year plan thing right now, um, and that's been uh, that's been really wonderful to kind of dive back into the Bible as a as an adult. And yeah. uh, you I'm know, yeah, 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 exactly. And just uh, you know, and just hear this, these stories. It's a it's it's like you know, I in 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 a lot of ways, I'm. I'm a lot of these stories are still like from seven-year-old Marcus about, you know, David and Goliath and, uh, you know, King Solomon. Just like on and, Veggie Tales. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like how they <laughs> tell you on Veggie Tales. <laughs> or the Bernstein Bears, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Very different in adulthood. <laughs> yeah. 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 All of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> All of it. It's yeah. crazy. So I've been enjoying that journey. That's been really nice. And, uh, yeah, right now, you know, uh, uh, I kind of I I meditate. Um, um, I read the Bible. I uh, uh, I have a, a nature-based practice. I, you know that I do all the time, but especially mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I make music and improvise, and all of those things are really important to me. And and, and I'm a father as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that is, you know, a spiritual practice. In oh itself. yeah, gotta be in the moment for that one. You gotta be there. Oh my gosh! So, I love that you have such like a healthy spiritual diet. You have like so many different yeah. things you're drawing from. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You're actually, still committed to yeah. all of them. Right, right. Yeah, you know, you come in and out. You kind of come in and out. The waves. Exactly, the waves. It comes in and out. So, so you you mentioned at the beginning how. Um, kind of what we'll be hearing tonight is something that's been growing for the past decade. Um, but this, this is, you're only now just beginning to bring it uh, into public performance. But could you talk about how, since this has been in the background, um, how has 
this practice been kind of influencing um, the work that has been public facing over the last 10 years? Yeah, well, I just feel like it's given me an interesting sound. You know, when, I, when I'm in situations where I can like really improvise and do my thing, like I just have a way of moving that other folks don't really do. So yeah. in that way, I like it a lot. Like in that sort of like my, my, my like, my like tenor, my tenor saxophone, like masculine ego kind of mind <laughs> way. Cool it's like, stuff. it's like, yeah, I got, I can play some shit. Nobody else playing. So there's that, there is definitely that aspect of it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, 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 but also like, uh, there's, you know, it's changed my, it's changed the way that I hear, uh, harmony and melody for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because now it's like, you know, it's like a, a C major triad to me has all of this symbolism inside of it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa. it's like, it's so, when I play that, it's like, or when I play a, a scale, like a major scale is freaking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's some hidden stuff, stuff in the scale. Oh my gosh. There's so much. There's so, I, just, the, just the major scale alone, like there is a, a, a lot to be, uh, discovered there, you know. We'll do a bonus episode where you talk for five minutes about each <laughs> about, note about in <laughs> the harmonic series. I, I will be asking you that after the show. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, what else? Let's see. How else? Uh, maybe outside of music, let's see. Like, uh, you know, I think it's it's hard to tell. What has influenced what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially when you've Big been web. when you've been doing all these things, it's yep. hard to say like, well, this came from that. But I do think, uh, in terms of my mind, uh, uh, there there is like a a a, a hierarchy of of uh, of um, like sound and. And there's like a, uh, and when and when I say hierarchy, I just I don't necessarily mean like there's a boss and and all those sort of mm-hmm. things. I just mean like there's like you know the seed and it all kind of trickles down in this sort of way. You yeah, know what mm-hmm. I mean? Comes from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's really changed my brain, uh, <laughs> you know, um, on a on a on a certain level. And that's that and that's the thing that I'm interested with. This I'm like okay. Okay, so yes, practicing this on a musical level is interesting because I'm playing these interesting things. But uh, what effect does this have on my brain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing this now, um, and uh, at some some point here soon, I will be looking to share this with my students mm-hmm. or with anyone that's interested in doing it, so that they so that we can see what happens with them and what comes from that. Because that's the thing that I'm interested in is like. Mm-hmm. How this affects? This, I see how it's affecting me, but I'm curious to see what other people do with it. And, yeah, and how Once you feel can, the joy of it. You're like, I want to see what this happens yeah, to people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you exactly. mean specifically like with this piece? You might want to like do an experiment with other people, or are you like more like your philosophy of making the piece you would want to experiment with other folks? When you say the piece, you mean like creation codes? Creation codes? Yeah. yeah, I mean specifically creation cool, codes. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like a program. Yeah, exactly. It's a program. Yeah, I love it's that. It's a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess on that note, if we can get to like, what what are, what What's in store for us tonight? I don't know. All right. <laughs> no. Yes, I love that answer. Yes. That's it. No, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna introduce some of these concepts uh, that we that I talked about a little bit earlier. Okay. 
I'll go in maybe a little bit deeper into each interval. Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, seven primary intervals. So I'll be talking about all of those. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about kind of how I came about this practice and then I'll just be um, playing these different things. So another part of this is, uh, as I mentioned, there's seven primary intervals. Um, I, I sat down and I created shapes for each interval. Um, so there's also that aspect of it too. There's like a visual aspect of it for me too. Mm-hmm. So when I'm moving through these things, I'm also moving through these shapes wow. as well. And uh, 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 there are 127 possible combinations of uh these um of these intervals so i've practiced all of those combinations as well um and sat with them so uh and each one has its own essence um so uh i don't know how i probably won't get too deep into that stuff today because we don't have enough like i would need like a series or something like that to talk about all that but um so yeah that's what i'll probably do today um, can I, I know this question could be like a long question, but I'm just curious if you have like a lot of thoughts about like if you think about your intervals in terms of like Western equal temperament. Yes, or it's Western equal temperament. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time kind of fighting against that because I was kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is, you know, um, this is not how, you know, sound is not in its purest form and all of mm-hmm. these sort of things. But, you know, uh once again, it's important to look at the lineage of things. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the lineage of things and I see how, uh, that the equal temperament system came to be. Um, and then when I also look back to, um, how all of these things, we can trace them back to ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. Um, and 12 was a really important number for the ancient Egypt. So I, I just, you know, it's like, okay, this is what it is. This is what I got. It's the instrument I have. Um, and uh, maybe at some point I'll, I'll dive into, like, some of these different intonation systems. Yeah. And maybe even create my own or something like that. Yeah. But right now, you know, I got 12 notes, and that's okay. <laughs> that's my notes. You got a lot of combinations you can yeah. do with that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. I've also spent a lot of time fighting that. Yeah, yeah. Trying you to know, find the root of music and exactly. how it's been made for thousands of years. Exactly. But also, yeah, the lineage is so important. Yeah, you know, it's it's we're a part of it, and you know, it's 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 you know, I I understand like the idea of like really un- wanting to understand like okay, well, why are we using twelve notes, and we should investigate that, and and but uh, but also it's it's also good to 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 appreciate it for what it is, you know. When we think about astrology, like, you know, we have these 12 signs. Well, man, doesn't that open up a whole lot of things if you want to think about that in terms of music and how the planets relate to, to the sound that we work with? Gosh, yeah. Like, that opens up an entire world. Yeah. So maybe there is a reason why there, there, that, that at some point somebody said maybe we should use 12, you yeah. know, because it's, it, it fits really well with how the sky works. And so yeah. then if it fits really well with the sky works, then that means... Uh, we can mimic the way that these stars move with these 12 notes that we have. And what does that sound like? What does that sound like when it comes to, to rhythm and, and, and pitch and, and harmony and all of these things? You're really um, making music sound like it's like research about how the universe works, yeah, well, which I really love. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think that's what it is. You know, I think it's, 
if what else could it be you know it's like this is what this is what we do as humans we try and figure out how the universe works and and music is just uh you know um uh uh once again when you look at the lineage just as people were just trying to figure out how to mimic the planets that's what they were how to mimic the stars like what 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 does it sound like what did this what do the stars sound like how can we how can we uh uh bring that down here to experience that and what does that do to us when we do those things and um yeah you know so uh so that's 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 what i'm doing i'm i'm uh working I'm, it out i'm working it out yeah. i'm working it out yeah um, i have two small like questions i don't know if, do you have enough time mm, yeah go for it um the first thing you mentioned that like a lot of what we're doing now comes from ancient egypt yeah do you want to talk more about that and like how far reaching you think that is like do you think like well i i can't speak too much on it because i'm definitely no expert mm -hmm. um on that um i do know that uh pythagoras um uh who we kind of attribute a lot of the beginnings of our 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 of Western music too. Yeah. Uh, basically, went to college in Egypt. So I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. From Greece. Yes. Wow. Yes, it was a long a long trek, um, and it was a big deal. That's what a lot of those those philosophers were doing was that mm -hmm. they were going over there. But basically, um, a lot of those those are the the quote unquote like ancient Greek philosophers that we all kind of like admire, um, and rightfully so. Um, were studying in Egypt. Mm -hmm. They were they were spending a lot of time working with the people there. And then um, when you start to look at hieroglyphs, um, also called uh, Medunetur, mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's this idea of of there's a deep idea of sound and vibration and, and mathematics. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, it's once again I'm no expert in this, but it's very it's very clear that like um, they were they were they were, there was a deep science around sound and vibration, um, and also a deep uh, 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 thought process around sound and vibration. Um, the idea was that, uh, you know, our thoughts uh, move our tongue, and our tongue creates speech, and our speech is, is, is what creates creation, um, or the sound is what creates creation. That's the idea. Um, uh, divine speech, you know. Once again, in the beginning, there was the word. It's all, it's all the same thing. It's all sound. It's all sound. It's all sound. Essentially, is what they're saying. Yeah. You know. Um, so, uh, but once again, I am no expert in 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 in, in that. That's still something kind it's of a deep a iceberg. Yeah. 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 Like spend many exactly. Careers doing. Exactly. And most people, and a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, there's something there for sure. And the way that they, the way that they looked at the stars, you know, that's something that we, that we do have a record of. We don't know what their music sounded like. Um, and that's because, um, and this is in one of their, one of the texts, the, I think it's Shabaka text it's called. Um, but it's this idea that, um, uh, this, this, this God speech or good speech is to be passed down orally. You listen to, you listen to someone who has is a master of mm -hmm. this sort of speech, and that's how you learn how to speak speak this way. And so I would assume that that's what they were doing with their music. You learn the music by a master. Um, 
it is still that way, like in a lot of traditions and yeah. specifically in music. Um, and specifically in, in, in quote unquote jazz, yeah, you know, um, which is a very African uh, uh, tradition, you know, it's it's got its roots in that. And I do believe that there that that how this music is made and continued, um, we can point that directly back to that. Definitely back to Africa, obviously, and yeah. and, and uh, uh, um, uh, so so yeah, you know, it's a this thing is is passed down in that way, um, and so because of that, you know, uh, you can't necessarily um, go in like how we can with like Gregorian chant or something like that, where we can kind of have an idea. Even still, then, like even that, like we're not really sure how that shit sounded. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? We're we're kind of like okay, I think it's you know, um, um, you know, so. Uh, so yeah, that's it's it's all very interesting. Yeah, it's all very it's all interesting connected. stuff. Yeah, it's all connected. Yeah. Um, my other question is, it's a, kind of a hard question to ask, but um, I'm curious about how you think about rhythm as it relates to sound. You might think they're like very connected. I just like in these sound and sound spaces, a lot of what we what we've like covered so far, I feel like is very rooted in like Paul and Oliveros, John Cage, and like ambient music spaces yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like there's like a missing element from like black American music and like yeah, other yeah. traditions yeah um, so I'm trying to think about how to frame it I don't know if like mm. adding rhythm in is like beyond the schema of this project but no, I think it, it I think be. it relates a lot it should be rhythm yeah. is 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 key mm-hmm. I mean rhythm is what sound is you know you can't have like a sound is is just it's just fast rhythm you know, <laughs> that right there is a perfect fifth Right. If I sped that up fast enough, this would this would be. I'm gonna put this in the podcast. Yeah. Be like, it, this is crazy when you yeah. see so, this. Like, so we got that right there would be like let's say that would be a C and this would be a G. So mm-hmm. you speed that up and you get like boo boo you know. Right. You get that. Sorry. Did I do that right? Boo. Sorry about that. Yeah. You can edit that last. That, oh, yeah, yeah. I sang it. No one's going to hear that. No one's going to hear Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so, um, anyway. So, yeah. Even even sounds itself, they're just, they're, they're rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, and I mean, when you do a, and it's just you know, it's just like like you said, it's it that is definitely more of an of an African thing, um, the 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 rhythms, uh, 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 they, um, um, how can I say it? There's a whole science behind that as well. How how we uh, move with rhythm and. And, and, and play with it and the cycles that are happening there just like the once again back to the to the cycles that are happening in the in the sky yeah like um, the sun has rhythm the sun has like definitely rhythm. has rhythm the earth has rhythm the moon has rhythm all of these things we have rhythm inside of ourselves we have all of us have heartbeats um, so that's definitely a part of it there will de- rhythm is definitely an aspect to the creation codes thing mm-hmm. I haven't spent time like really thinking about rhythm but it is something that I'm working on. Um, one of my teachers name is, is Steve Coleman and, and he's like deep on the rhythm thing and he's got, and I'm working on that right now doing some of those rhythmic things 
um, and, and, and getting a better grasp on that. So, yeah. um, uh, but yes, it is important and uh, 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 something that I will be dedicating a part of my life to oh, figuring yeah. out as well. <laughs> Another like many lifetime journey, yeah. the rhythm journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Well, usually I think we're, we're at about time, but usually for our last question, we always say, um, is there anything you'd like to, uh, any, anything you'd like to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to my website and go to Marcus's uh, website. It's Marcus Elliott music.com. Uh, Elliot with one T M A R C U S E L L I O T music.com. And sign up for my newsletter so that you yes. can uh, stay uh, in the loop of what's going on, what shows I have going on. Um, I do Instagram a little bit, um, but I don't really post enough for folks to really see what's happening. But my newsletter is the way, if you want to stay in touch with what I'm doing, that's really the best way to do it. So um, I would benefit highly from folks signing up for that. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. Like Spotify and Bandcamp, go buy Marx's yes. music directly. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. You can also buy my music on the on the website um, yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, if you're around coming to shows, it's great. love to 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 have people at shows and to continue to build the audience. That that's that's really important to me. So we're small but mighty at this moment. So that's what we're about know. here. We're about building yeah. community. That's right. That's right. So. Cool. Uh, thank you for your thank you, so thank you for your time today. Yeah. and I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, I feel like I've heard like over ten nuggets of wisdom. Like, <laughs> I've been writing down things. Thank you so much, Marcus. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. If you're listening and have any questions, comments, suggestions, or just want to say hi, please feel free to email us at canterburyhouse at umich.edu, or we are on the internet on Instagram and Facebook. You can say hi there too. Or if you're in town, feel free to say hi in person at Sound and Silence, which happens Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. during the Umich academic year. And if you'd like to support Sound and Silence directly, we really appreciate that. Helps us continue the podcast, continue the program, supporting artists and interfaith community building. And you can do so at canterburyhouse.org slash donate. Thank you.